The redemption and the coming of Mashiach are not merely a future reward, but a reward that is intrinsic part of our present divine service. We can explain this in two ways. A. Believing in the coming of Mashiach and anticipating it are among the principles of the faith. This includes the request and demand that he come immediately. As for example, we say three times every day, in the morning, afternoon, and evening services, May our eyes behold your return to Zion. Or, we also say, Speedily cause the skion of David, your servant, to flourish, for we hope for your salvation every day. Number two, that when one considers that the redemption is imminent, neither the darkness nor the difficulties of exile will disturb him from performing his avoda, his divine service, cheerfully. His service will then be perfect, being, so to speak, redeemed from all kinds of obstacles and hindrances, and thus foreshadowing the future redemption. Indeed, it will be a foretaste of the Talmudic blessing, May you, may, may you in your lifetime behold your share in the world to come. Nevertheless, it goes without saying that this degree of perfection does not rule out one's earnest anticipation of the ultimate redemption, for one's present experience of perfection is infinitely inferior to the perfect consummation that will reign at the time of the redemption, both as regards the mitzvahs which cannot be observed today, and likewise as regards to the mitzvahs which can be observed today. Okay, this, that was from a Sikh of the Rebbe. In 1936, the previous Rebbe said the following, On the phrase, Ad Kiyavi Shilai, until Shilai comes, Rashi comments that this refers to the King Mashiach to whom sovereignty belongs. And on the level of Gematria, the author of the Balaturim points out that the words Yavai Shilai are numerically equivalent to the word Mashiach. The word Yavai contains a profound allusion to the means by which Mashiach can be brought. This word is numerically equivalent to the word Echad One, when there will be unity among Jews. And in particular, when Jews will unite in speaking about the Mashiach, they will with Hashem's help succeed in drawing down and realizing the ultimate redemption through the hands of Mashiach Tzidkenu, the righteous Mashiach. Okay. Describing the time after the coming of Mashiach, the Rambam writes, Maimonides writes, in, in that era, the occupation of the whole world will be to sol- solely to know Hashem. Therefore, in the present, one should augment one's study of the Torah as a preparation, a sampling, and a foretaste of this promised state. Okay. The Medrash says that all these exiles will be gathered in only by virtue of the study of Mishnais. Why specifically Mishnais? So the second base of Migdash was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam, undeserved hatred. While the first base of Migdash was destroyed because the people of that generation did not pronounce a blessing before they began their study of the Torah because they did not hold the Torah in the proper esteem. They didn't have the right kind of respect. Learning Mishnayis actually fixes both of these wrongs. As far as those who learn Scripture, no particular effort has, has to be made in that direction of unity for there's no particular opportunity here for disagreement. As far as comprehension is concerned, this is not the prime consideration in, in learning Scripture. Because even if you don't know what you're reading in Taita, 
we're talking about Teresh uh, Sav, the written Torah, you still make a bracha over the study of Torah. There's likewise no particular need here to be frequently reminded of the giver of the Torah by saying the relevant blessings because of the recurring reminders given by the phrase, Hashem said, Hashem said, Hashem, etc. When you learn Gemara, every individual argues out the reasoning of the Mishnah and gives their own opinion according to the depth of their understanding. So the, uh, the unity here between the different scholars who conflict with each other, that's not obvious. Mishnayis is different. Mishnayis deals with practical halachic rulings, which have to be understood, yet all sides acknowledge the truth of what it says without any dissent. And that's why it says a judge who erred in citing a Mishnah must adjudicate afresh. By all agreeing to one ruling, even though they are men of varied understanding, students of the Mishnah demonstrate that it is Hashem who gave us this Torah, one Torah for Israel, who are one people. This is from Chuvah Zubi of the Rebbe.